0: What's up, MS Jimmers? So uh, I am coming. I know I just came on, but I had to delete it real quick because I was on completely the wrong network. <laughs> so anyway, I'm coming to you from my uh, my my guest bedroom, my empty guest bedroom in our new house that we're moving into today. And uh, I haven't, I didn't get to the studio today because we actually had to re pipe this entire house because we had a certain type of pipe that was going to blow apart in the walls at any point, and we were like. So we've been we've been dealing with the pipers coming in and the plumbers, and then they, they didn't do a good job, and so therefore they had to come back today, and the dude just left, and I had to be here to make sure that uh, they were going to do it right this time, because last time they did it, we had it inspected, and there was corners cut and all kinds of stuff all over the place. So uh, I had to make sure that my wife wasn't getting taken advantage of, so she and I were in this together, so, uh, so that's why I'm at home. But... Uh, So last week uh, in in this series called Overcoming Your Crisis of Belief, we talked talked about the power of the words I am. We talked about the power of uh, positive self-affirmations. Instead of saying I am not or I can't, we talked about the words I am. So I am healing. I am getting stronger. I am in the right community, I have the right programming, I am with the right coach, I am with the right people, I have all of the help and guidance and support that I need. And when you start speaking those things out loud, when you start thinking them and speaking them out of their out of your mouth, they, they get life and they, they become alive and they become part of who you are. They become part of your story and they become part of that narrative that is inside your head. One of positivity, healing, optimism, and all that kind of stuff instead of the negativity, the rejection, the, the worthlessness, the, the voices in your head that tell you that you're not valuable, that you're not worth investing in and that, that, that why would someone take the time to actually invest in seeing you succeed? Why would someone give you their best? Well, you do have someone that wants to give you their best. And he's standing right in front of you right now. You do have people wanting to give you their best. Their names are Ken Allen and Misty Wicken and Karen Stenhouse and Jody Feltham and Pam Woods and Gigi Straub, who are your leadership team. You have a whole list of moderators, like 20 moderators, and I could go through them and list them. You know who they are. They are wanting to help you. You have an entire list of thousands of MS gymmers in the members community and and, and five figures of uh, meaning over 10,000 members in the MS gym that want to be with you, that understand you, uh, that, that are here for you. And so with that said, I want to continue into part two that once you start to get that belief in your head, once you start to get that idea in your head that I am worth it, that I am worthy, that I am I am worth investing in both in my, from myself and with other people like I deserve to heal, you then have to start <clears throat> thinking about what you want. And this all comes down to the power of planning. And so... A lot of times when we talk about planning, people get instantly overwhelmed and you're thinking about like, oh my gosh, it's going to take so much time and I got to sit down and I got to have a clear head and a clear mind and the, the perfect quiet scenario. And I don't have kids screaming outside of my door <laughs> and I don't have dogs barking and music going and whatever it might be. It has to be perfect, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that hard. Planning can actually be simple. You just have to break it down into, into little parts and then go after each of those little parts on your way to creating and achieving and getting to that bigger picture for your life, which is which is being completely counteractive of your MS symptoms, having control over it and reign over it and management of it. You may still have some good days and you may still have some bad days, but if you create a plan for, of for healing, a healing plan, an active healing plan for your life, you will know that you are on your plan. You got to stick to the plan and that will bring you safety and security and positivity and optimism. Because you know that when your plan was created, you sat down in a good place, free of stress, free of distraction, free of panic, free of like, oh my God, get me out of this. And actually thought out why you're here, why you want to heal and what you're going to do about it. So I bring this up because like I'm actually really proud of Misty and I because we planned out this whole house project, right? We are not people who plan very well. Like there's some things I plan out well and some things I don't. I do plan out. I'm a a perfectionistic geek when it comes to planning out your exercise programs. Like I am perfectionistic to a flaw most of the time. And I have to have Misty and Ken and everybody else be like, dude, it's good enough. You're, You're good, Okay. But uh, in other aspects of my life, like house planning and all that, uh, Misty and I just kind of fly sometimes. We just kind of build the ship as we're sailing it, so to speak, build the airplane as we're flying it. And the thing is, is that, uh, you know, what. We've gone through this very stressful, what is typically a stressful process of of buying a home, qualifying for a home, financing a home, closing on a home, inspecting a home, repairing a home, cleaning a home, packing up one home and moving to another home, and we've done it well this time because... All along the way, we've sat down with each other, had very open, honest, raw conversations about what we want or where we are, where what where, where we are, what we want, and how we're going to get there, and that's allowed us to have a very successful move, successful purchase of a home, and I'm proud of us because most of our fights, you guys, honestly, are when we're doing home projects. Like We're trying to get to the same goal, but she wants to do things one way, and I want to do it another, and we're like no, I like, I'm the one that's like, we have to follow every direction to make sure we're doing this right. Misty's like, whatever, give me some tools and some wood and let's put it together. It's kind of opposite of most male, female roles, but that's just how God made us and how he set us up. So it's all good. So I tell you this because I, I just walked through the process of setting up a good plan for my life. And it has shown me once again, that planning is powerful. Planning is, is, uh, is necessary. And it is, it is necessary to get you to the place where you want to go because it helps reduce your stress. It helps organize your thoughts. And, and especially with MS, you guys, with exercise and movement and mindset and all that, it makes it so that you wake up every day and you know what you need to do, what you have to do, what you want to do, because you've already thought it out. Okay. So here's the thing is that um, planning is important. Right. And I do have some notes here for if I'm looking over here, uh, I want to make sure that I get all this stuff because it's very important to this message. So the number one thing I need to tell you is that, is that you need a plan because your life depends on it. Okay. Your life, the quality of your life, right? The memories in your life, the good times in your life, the healing in your life. The the counteracting your MS life, the ability to live the life that you want by design and not by a diagnosis is a life or death event. It either happens or it doesn't. And if you don't have a plan, you are going to struggle because with MS, we all know that your cerebellum can be affected, your brainstem can be affected, and the frontal cortex of your brain can be affected. And that frontal cortex is the area of your brain that you use for sequencing, list building, organizing, and what is called executive functioning. Now, executive functioning is basically like, okay, I, have to, to, I want to do a task, and how do I get there? What are the steps needed to get there? How do, I, how do I counteract my foot drop? What are the 10 steps to get there? How do I counteract my neck pain? What are the 10 steps to get there? How do I improve my walking balance? What are the 10 steps to get there? Do you guys know that? Did you know that before the MS gym? Has anyone actually ever laid that out for you? No. So that's why you're here in the MS gym, because... I do that for you. I lay out that plan for you. Your job is to figure out how the rest of your life fits around those movement and mindset plans. Like how? where are you going to schedule exercise into your day? What room are you going to use to exercise in? What equipment do you need? Who do you need to get involved so that they can support you at home and not counteract your progress or demand too much on you? Right? So you got to think about all those things, but the how of of your exercise, your movement, your mindset and all that, it's already done for you. It's already done for you. Like I've already done it. I spent months of my life at this point just sitting here like walking around my my studio looking at at whiteboards and dry erase markers on on paper and mirrors and all that kind of stuff geeking out in my lab to give you right to give you the programs that you need to succeed so we just need to talk about how to create the rest of your plan so that you can have a successful ms gym pathway okay so here's the thing you guys is that most people like i said freak out when when i say planning they're like oh my god i don't know how to do that i don't even know where to start But the thing, and we know that, and we know that it takes a lot of effort to create a plan, all right? But the thing is, is that, you know, wait, where am I at? (laughs) So, but a plan provides the the course of action you need to take that's going to help you get and achieve the goals that you want to achieve, all right? So, I just want to throw a stat out there. Did you know that 50%, right, of new businesses fail, in their first two years because of lack of planning. okay. Did you further know, I thought this was fascinating, it's been shown by research that only 3%, 3% of adult citizens here in the United States actually take the time and effort to plan for their future. Whether that be financial or marital or parental or uh, professional, whatever it might be, Only 3% plan out their lives. And yet, everybody wants change. Everybody wants progress. Everybody wants success. Yet, nobody's willing to sit down and figure out and map out how you're going to get there. So, yet, the the 3% that actually plan accomplish, listen, accomplish five to 10 times more in their lifetimes than the other 97%. All right? So, this is a shame. That people don't plan out their lives because most people spend so much time, like I said, they spend more time planning out their vacations than they ever do planning out their lives. And for you guys with MS, the thing is you have to plan because MS is unpredictable, right? MS is so unpredictable and you never quite know what you're going to get on a daily basis. You may be crushing it for a couple weeks, but then all of a sudden you you have a couple bad two or three days and you're like, what the heck do I do? You go back to your plan. You go back and get on course. You go back and look at the things that you've created and sit down and get your mind right and be like, all right, this is not a good day. I don't feel good. But what did I, like, this is my plan. These are my goals. This is my why. I know that I've overcome something like this before, So let's go back and figure out what to do again. So the thing is with MS, like I said, it's unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get. And the thing is, is that um, once you create a healing plan for yourself, it always serves as that navigation tool for when you get a little bit off course, you always find your way back on course. And that is why we need to plan. Okay. So like I said, like 50% of businesses fail in two years because they have a lack of planning. That is why Ken and I speak every single morning. We have a huddle every single morning that can last anywhere from a half an hour to sometimes three hours based on what's going on to plan out our day, to plan out our week, to see where we're at, to check in, course correct, do whatever we need to do because like, like statistics say, Like 50% of businesses fail in two years. We're coming up on two years here in May. We ain't going anywhere. We're in fact, we're growing like crazy because Ken and I plan out what we're going to do all the time. So if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. So you need to create a plan so that you can persevere and you can get done what you need to get done. So in order to create a plan, it's not super duper tough. All right. you really only need like three different things to really think about number one is where am I now okay you need to know where you're at now like do an assessment of where you're at now the things you like the things you don't like your pleasure points your your pain points what is going on in your body what, what's not going on in your body things like that and we'll talk about that in a sec the second point is where do I want to go right what are the goals that i want to set for my ms body for my body period for my life for me what are the goals and and and, and where do i want to go like what do i want to be how do i want to be different in 30 60 90 uh 90 days 365 days five years from now how do i want to be different and then the last thing we want to talk about is what steps will i take to get there Because a a, a goal without a plan behind it is just a dream. A goal without a plan behind it is just a dream. You have to put applicable action steps behind a goal. And you have to figure out what it's going to take to achieve that goal. And then you have to have that, the dedication, the discipline, the commitment, and also the support next to you while you're chasing down your goals in order, to, in order to accomplish that bigger vision for your life. So let's break those down just a little bit. right? So when we talk about like where am I now, Okay, this is a good opportunity for you to really do an assessment of what's going on with you. What in your body do you want to improve? Is it your foot drop? Is it your hand? Is it your voice? Is it your bladder? Is it your energy? Is it your fatigue? Is it your eyes? Is it your balance? What is it? Okay? What are the things that you want to improve? And and it doesn't always have to be physical. It could be I want to get I want to have a clear mind. I want to be able to speak to someone with somewhat of a filter on so that i don't end up ruining relationships by offending someone when i literally like was like oh my god why did you just say that like i just train wrecked out of my mouth like do you want more of that do you want to be able to have the peace of mind and the calmness of thinking so that you can reestablish and build friendships again do you want to have an active body and an active mind and a healthy attitude so that when you hang out with your family members who may not understand you as much, you get so put off by them not understanding and you being be like, oh, poor thing. Bless your heart. You realize that MS is a progressive thing. Like, don't get your hopes up. Like, that bothers you so much right now, but you're missing out on time with your family because you don't even want to put yourself in that situation because you literally can't handle that threat bucket. Well, what if one of your goals is to reduce that threat bucket and to get such a stronger mindset than when that, like, uh, I think Marissa said it the other day, Mandel, that when somebody comments like, oh, well, you do realize it's progressive, right? Like, I wouldn't get your hopes up that she's like, she's like, I didn't even comment back. I just kind of smiled and I kind of felt bad for this lady because I knew the truth. I knew that I was getting better. I know that I'm healing. Like, maybe that's one of your goals. So a good thing to do is to assess what it is that you actually want. Like this is where you really determine like your why. Like what are the most valuable things in your life? What are you going after? Why do you want to heal? Like what are the things that would make your life better and like physically and then and then what would that do if they improved? Those are the kind of things that you need to think about when you're coming up with your goals, right? So you want to literally think about like what is my list of challenges And then what are the things that I really want to overcome? So once you figure out like, where am I at? Right? Then you ask yourself, all right, well, I am where I am. And I'm cool with that because I self-affirmed to myself for the past week saying, I am strong. I am capable. I can heal. I can do this. But now you really want to be like, all right, I know that I can do this. I've talked to myself and I know what I want to improve. So the next question is, where do we want to go? Right? Where do you want to go? And this is where you really define your destination. So you ask yourself questions to help you define where you want to go and why. All right? So like, why do you want to heal? Like, where is that going to take you? What is that going to allow you to do? Travel, volunteer, work, spend time with your family, play with your kids, play with your grandkids, go on date night with your spouse, like pick up a hobby or a passion that you love, like What is it like why do you want to heal and then following that is like how would my life improve if I heal how would my life improve if I could counteract my MS symptoms how would my life improve if I woke up every day and instead of fearing what is going to happen next. It's what is going to what am I going to do next? What do I get to do today? What do I get to practice today? What do I get to try today? What am I going to complete today? How many times have I worked out now? This is day 37. Boom! I worked out 37 days in a row. Like something to get inspired about, something to be working toward. But how is that going to change your life? How is your life going to improve when you start to manage and get a hold of and really get that confidence that yes, you can counteract your MS symptoms. Another question is to ask, or another question to ask is what do I want my future to look like? Right? That goes into why? In 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 a year, in 6 months, in a year, in 2 years, in 5 years, what do I want my life to look like? I've lived with MS for a year or 2 years or 3 years or 5 years or 10 years or 20, what can my life look like in a year if I commit what will my life look like in a year if I can commit to a plan, ask for help, get the support I need, build the friendships I need, and really truly do what it takes to truly transform my life? What, how, like, what, How is my future going to look different? Another question is, what do I want to be able to do again? Okay? Just those little things. What life victories would make me feel human again? Make me feel like an adult again. Make me feel like a man again. Make me feel like a woman again. A parent again. A spouse again. An active member of society again. A valuable person on this planet again. Like what do I want to be able to do? And the last question is, is who do I want to spend time with again? By getting myself back to a place where I I feel confident, I feel optimistic, I feel assured, I feel loved, I feel worthy, I feel like, yes, someone cares about me, yes, there's a plan for me, no, I'm not, I'm not on this progressively downward spiral of erosion, like, life can get better, like, what does that mean to you, who do you want to re-engage in your life, because like we talked about last time, life is full of people, so you might as well surround yourself with people you love, people that support you, people that uplift you, people that inspire you, people that encourage you, and people that just make you feel amazing being together. And by counteracting your MS symptoms, you get to enjoy time with those people that much more. So I encourage you too that as you ask yourself these questions, I want you to suspend your disbelief that it could could not even happen. I need you to suspend your disbelief. Like let yourself be a child and let yourself dream again. Let yourself create a vision for your life again. Let yourself think about the what is in a good way, in a positive light. Just like we said, I am getting stronger, I am healed, instead of saying, I am still broken, saying, I am in the process of healing, I still have a bad leg, versus saying, I have a healing leg, you start to think about yourself and your future and your destiny in terms of, what what if I can make that trip to Disneyland with my grandkids? What if? I can return to my my house of worship and, and serve those who I'm passionate about serving. What if I can be a speaker and I can tell my story and maybe I can inspire other MS gymers and let them know that healing is possible? Like What if I can become that active spouse again with my husband and we can fall in love all over again? What if? I get to be that active parent and I get to participate in the lives of my young children and raise them as an active, vibrant, like, like mobile, strong, inspiring mom or dad. What if? So I need you to suspend your disbelief, suspend your crisis of belief and start saying to yourself, I am worthy of dreaming. I am strong enough to believe. I am in the right place at the right time with the right people in a community that I'm seeing change happen. But by every day, there's four or five new victory stories. Every single day I see it. Every single day I see it. So I am one of those people. I am someone who can heal. I am someone who can dream again. I am deserving. Of redemption, restoration, transformation, healing, hope, and love again. Like I am. So I dream. And I can. And I want. And I will. Dream big. Get creative. Be adventurous. Be daring. Be bold enough to say, MS doesn't have me anymore. Step into that truth, step into that reality, and believe that your body can change. Believe that your brain can find pathways around the MS damage because you have seen it over and over again in the MS gym. Like It is possible, it is happening, it is alive, and it can happen for you. And the last thing that I want you to think about when devising this plan are what steps will I take or will I need to take to get there. Now the thing is is that you know when we when we think about what at what steps we need to take we've got to break down a goal. And I just want to review this real quick. Like you need to you need to think about each goal and then you need to figure out what action steps you actually need to do on a daily basis in order to accomplish that goal. So an effective goal I just want to review states that or an effective goal clearly states for yourself What you want to accomplish, when you want to accomplish it, who is going to be responsible or involved in that process or in this project, in you as a project, and how are you going to do it, okay? So again, what you want to accomplish, when you want to accomplish it, uh, who is coming with you, and how to do it. Now, the thing is, is that you've got to determine for yourself. Your personal project is determining the why, the what, the when, and the who for you. The why, the what, the when, and the who for you, right? Why do I want to heal? What do I want to do? When do I want to do it by? And and who's coming with me? Who do I need? But the cool part is that the how is actually done for you. Like, I've done the how for you. The free group. Tons of exercises in there. There's like over 300 and something videos in there. You go to the search button. You put in your deal, what you want. Neck pain, shoulder pain, hand, foot drop, back pain, whatever it is. Bam, you got free resources. YouTube, same jam. I'm creating playlists every couple weeks now and adding new exercises. Instagram, we're putting up movement minutes and mindset minutes, right? Free guides. There's free exercise guides at exercisewithms.com. You can go and get all the exercises you want. And if you're truly ready to literally just stay, I'm in, I'm all in, let's do this trip, coach me, teach me, guide me, show me the way, then the membership is available for you where you come in, press play, watch, learn, get coached, ask for help, get the guidance, get the support, get the community, encouragement, and love, and freaking take it to the house, man. Every day it's done for you and you don't have to think. Like how cool would that be to wake up and be like, I just got to press play. In fact, there's a, there's a woman that just posted today that will be in the email that comes out after this video comes out that just posted today that she's like I was having a horrible day. I was having a horrible day and I just felt like junk and I didn't want to do anything, but I heard Coach T and I went and press play and I did my I did my my program and all of my symptoms went away that day. All of them. She woke up symptomatic and she ended the day asymptomatic because she unlocked the power and fed movement and mindset into her brain. Movement and mindset meds and she was set free from that bondage that she woke up with. Like how awesome is that? It's there for you. And she wasn't some elite athlete coming in rocking it out. She's she's a gymmer just like you. She struggles just like you. She has spasticity and weakness and balance issues and vertigo issues and and, and all of that just like you. And yet she is, she is using the plan that she set up, which is to, to invest in the membership, press play, do her thing, follow T, ask for guidance, ready, set, go. And her life is better. She had a victory yesterday. And that's fantastic. So the thing is, you guys, is that with planning... Like, it's not just about saying, I want this. It's saying, I want this. Here's why I want this. Here's who I want to come with me. And here's how I want to do it. Because when you can literally take a dream and you you think about, okay, I want this dream for my life. My dream is to not have foot drop anymore. I need to find a way and some path and some program or some book or some person to show me how to deal with this. Check. If you're watching this video, you got it. Then I need to figure out like, okay, if I got rid of foot drop, how would that improve my life? And what would I be able to do? Like, what do I want to do again that if I had less foot drop, I could do again that literally brings me life? You need to write that down, and then you need to sit there and be like, alright, and let that start to build those seeds of motivation. Let those start to build those seeds of what if. Let those start to like ignite that fire and spark that fire and just pump oxygen into that fire a little bit, being like, okay, Okay, what do I need to do to get there? Like, I've seen other people do it. I've watched testimonials. Trevor put up emails about it. Like, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to get this done? All right, so I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to put a time frame on it of six months. I want to see. improvement, and I'm not going to hold myself to that. I'm not going to stress about it. It's just nice that maybe by summer, if I have less foot drop, I can enjoy the sunshine and walk around the park with my husband again because that was our time to talk with each other and connect with each other and spend quality time with each other. So if you have goals and you make them specific and measurable and attainable and timely, right, then that is smart goal planning, right? Some of you have heard of smart. Oh, (laughs) Kim Latour just threw it up, man. So Kim just threw it up. Smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Alright? So a realistic goal for foot drop is I'm gonna do this program for a week, and unless it's 50% better, like Trevor's full of crap, and I'm out. No. MS is a long-term play. Managing MS through movement and mindset is an investment of time, investment of belief. Investment of hope, investment of of relationship, and investment of commitment that every day you get up and you work towards that goal. So when you have that goal, that's what drives you. That's what sparks your motivation. That's what keeps you going. And that's what moves you when you have setbacks. That's what moves you when, you when you get knocked down. That's what moves you when your symptoms flare up. You don't know why and you're like, dude, how do I get through this? How do I walk through this? How do I get past this? Like, That's what moves you to fight back those setbacks, which we will talk about in an upcoming video. So here's what I've done, you guys. So I'm going to put this up. I did not put the post up from last week. I will do that about the positive affirmation word of I am. This is what I'm going to do now. So I've created this sheet for you. Some of you have seen this, but I updated it a little bit. Uh, this is backwards on that camera. I know that. But this is a goal setting sheet. And you're going to go through and write down what are your goals over the next three to six months. You can have three. You can have ten. I don't really care. Okay. And when you set a timeline for these goals, make them realistic you will not get done and you will not get rid of your symptoms that you've had for 10 years in one month. Six months, you may have a significant reduction. One year, you will have a massively significant reduction if you practice your movement meds every day and you stick to your goals every day and you fight through those setbacks every day and you ask for help when you need it and you get the support and encourage you mean in the MOC every single day. You can do this, okay? But the, so we set our goals and we set attainable goals for them. And here's the big one I like. So this says, "Feel yourself attain them." So list out how you will feel when you attain your goals. So this is affirmation stuff, right? So I feel energized when I have when I when I have more when I have less fatigue, right? When I have to take less naps, I feel confident. When I can get up off the ground without falling. I feel happy when I have date nights with my husband again, like whatever it might be. So you want to set those goals. And then here's the key. These are your key (laughs) success activities. Okay. I know that's backwards, but these are your key success activities. So it's basically like you break down the goal, like goal one, what are the action steps I need to get there? Goal two, what are the action steps I need to get there? Goal three, what are the action steps I need to get there? I would highly recommend that you only limit your goals to three at a time. I would venture to say more on like two at a time, but if you're really ambitious, three is good because if you put too many out there, you're going to be looking at too many variables and that can distract you. But if you pick two goals or three goals and stay laser focused on doing those and finding the discipline and finding what you need to do every single day to accomplish that goal, every single time you accomplish that goal, guess what? It's a brick laid down in your path towards the bigger goal of having freedom from MS. Now, here's the thing, you guys, like like the action steps can be very small and they have to be consistent. Meaning that most of these goals, the number one thing you're going to say is move my body every day. Move my body every day. Move my body every day. The second thing is find some time, 10 minutes a day, to watch something, read something, or listen to something, or speak to someone via text, messenger, phone call, whatever it is that lifts you up, elevates you, reassures you, and tells you and affirms to you that you are on the right track, that you are an awesome person, and that you can do this. Do not waste your time with dream killers, with momentum murderers, or with information coming into your head that is going to drain you and and be a weapon of mass distraction, taking your eyes off the ball, having you look left, having you look right, and not stay focused on the path that you're on. So movement and mindset are two of the major things that you need to start with. Just on a daily basis, you move your body daily and you feed your brain daily. You train your body and your brain daily. You feed your mind and train your mind and your brain daily as well. That will get you so far. And then it's just little things. Like I want to do half, like so small. I'm going to do half a foot drop level 1A just this week. That's the only thing I want to do. Cool. Start with that. I want to increase my water intake by 12 ounces a day, Cool. Do that. I want to reduce my, I'm going to take, I'm going to only have cookies after dinner twice this week. I'm going to allow myself to have two cookie days after dinner instead of every single day. And by the end of the week, I've gone through a whole package of Oreos. <laughs> okay. I've done that. Okay. Gluten free, of course, but I've done that. So the thing is, is that small incremental habitual changes are what is going to lead to long term realistic permanent transformation change and action in your life you cannot set a goal to what to climb a mountain if you cannot stand up out of your chair right now and expect to get that done in a year it ain't gonna happen it ain't gonna happen okay I'm just telling you it could happen there are miracles that have happened but I'm going to be realistic right now and say that climbing a mountain when you can't really stand out of a chair right now, like that's a little unrealistic. So be gentle on yourself, be generous on yourself, and give yourself the opportunity to succeed by setting your expectations in a realistic place. Set them high and shoot for it. And if you miss it by a little bit, cool, but at least you actually attempted. But but set small goals that you know are going to lead to the bigger picture vision that is your life, okay? So this is what I'm gonna do, you guys. I'm gonna put this up, Uh, I'll post it in uh, all three places. I will post this in the MS Gym Facebook group. I will post this in the members corner, along with this video. I will also post this in the Rise page that you're on right now. I'll put that in the files section that you can have that. And I'll also put put up the uh, words of affirmation sheet from last week. In all three locations along with the video in the membership. uh, Once I download it today and we'll get rocking and rolling. Okay. So this was part two of overcoming. Your crisis of belief. Because the thing is, you guys, is that once we hear, if after you've heard for so many years that healing from MS is impossible, exercise kind of works, mindset kind of works, but it's floofy. Like, don't set your goals too high. Don't set your life too high. You're probably going to break down at some point anyway. Like, to, to reject that narrative and to insert, upload, and start practicing the narrative, I can, I will, I want, and I'm going to. Takes practice and it takes effort and is not going to happen. It's not so easy that you can just click it and flip it overnight. Like I have to talk to myself all day and tell myself that I'm in the right place, I'm doing the right thing, I'm speaking the right words, I'm with the right people, I'm treating my wife right, my kids right, my gymmers right, and I, I'm just being the best version of myself I can be. I have to do it daily. I have to train my body daily. I have to negate a lot of bad patterns I developed over the years. I got to deal with head trash from, uh, from a traumatic childhood of being bullied and told that I was nothing and I wasn't good enough. And then I adopted that narrative. Like It takes time and it takes practice to override and, 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 and counteract this stuff going on in your head. So I say that to let you know, Like, be gentle with yourself. Be loving on yourself. Have grace for yourself, which by definition, grace means undeserved favor. You may not deserve to be kind to yourself. You may not deserve, you may not think that you deserve to heal. You may not think that you deserve to have a positive mindset. You may not think right now that you are worthy of such radical change in your life, but you are. That is grace, that is undeserved favor, and you need to have that for yourself. Because if you don't, and you're constantly beating yourself up, and you're constantly putting yourself down, and you're constantly telling yourself, I can't, when there is proof right in front of your face that you can, you're only hurting yourself, man. So, I say that with passion. I try to take something very pragmatic and practical like... Filling out lists and add some fire to it. So hopefully you guys got a lot out of this. I love you guys. I want you to start working on your words of affirmation. Start working on your power of planning stuff. Start thinking about what you want. Start knowing that you deserve to have it. and And start knowing that you will do whatever it takes to get to those dreams and get to those visions and get to that place where you are trying and seeking and chasing down the things that you want for your life because you deserve to live a life by design and not a life by diagnosis. So I love you guys. Thanks for being patient with me. Welcome to the new house and I will talk to you later.